Hello, it's the Evil G Podcast, the official podcast of playing you off during your reward acceptance speech. This is, <laughs> this is episode 129, I think. I'm yes. Calling. That, that, that was that was you. Yep, yep. Uh, I just want to say that was a very clever reference, uh, you know, w- w- that were brought to you by this week. I like it. Very good. <laughs> just, don't, <laughs> just don't make your acceptance speech too long. And make a joke about it, you'll offend somebody. Oh, we'll get to that shit later. Well, uh, before we start, I I would like to congratulate you on something. I did a thing? Yeah, you did. See, I was going to say it to you during the week, and I thought, no, I'm going to keep it for the podcast. I would like to congratulate you on being such a good salesman with your description of Remnant 2 last week, that since you've described it, two of us have went out and bought it. <laughs> <laughs> Gunfire Games need to fucking hire you as their PR guy. It is very good. Uh, I, I, I just it has been playing. It's like why? Why the hell did I not play this earlier? This yeah, is, yeah. I, exactly what I was thinking was, oh, why didn't I pick this up earlier? This is my kind of game. Sort of very much flew under the radar. Um, it got rave reviews, but yeah, you're absolutely right. I don't know sales wise or whatever how it done, but yeah, well, I think it did Fantastic. pretty well. I think it got sold over a million. Like it was, it was just oh, like, good. a lot of games flying about this year. And I think um, it just had DLC released or something, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, that was pretty recently. Um, I'm not sure what it adds. I guess probably a new world and and that. Um, I know I've been <laughs> I've been getting items for DLC in my playthrough, and I don't have the DLC, so I just can't use it. That's right. So that's, that's right. You're saying about it. That's a bit odd. I will say that's a bit odd. <laughs> I don't know I if it's like oh, wait, they literally couldn't separate it out, or if it's like right, let's yeah. just leave this stuff in there to encourage people to get that DLC. We've heard the DLC is not too pricey. I'll, I'll give it that. It's only like five quid or something on the PlayStation. Ah, uh, right, right, right. So it's not too bad. Um, but yeah, that's obviously what I've been playing. Um, so obviously you went over a lot of this last week. Uh, but one big thing that we have both noticed is me and you seem to be playing two completely different storylines, which is mm-hmm. pretty cool. Yeah, uh, that uh, yeah, that, that's pretty much all I've been playing uh this week as well um and that mm-hmm. that's what the the game does it's pr- procedurally generates it's uh basically the world um you roll a campaign and it'll give you mm-hmm. randomly assigned sort of overworlds and dungeons and and quests based on what, and what bosses apparently what, and bosses uh, on what it's got in there you were um, saying you fought some doll on horseback, and I haven't even seen this doll, but then I was telling you I fought this guy on a big chur, and you didn't see him, so mm. it's all very cool. Yeah, so that's in that first area, like my first playthrough, I, my whole thing was uh, killing some guy that was a king, or, or killed the, the king, the previous king, and people wanted him gone, but there was like two of them, and you know, one's light and one's dark and they both wanted you to kill the other and you had to choose which one you wanted to kill and it would change what you get. And then you've got a completely different thing. Um, and I know I did, so the, the 
cool thing about this is because you might be thinking, oh, that sounds like a nightmare. I'm going to miss a bunch of stuff. Well, during your campaign, you can start an adventure mode, which re-rolls that area, and you go play through that again, and you know you'll more than likely get something different in the same area. Um, and you can go through that separately, and then everything you get comes back into your main campaign. Uh, so that's pretty cool. So I went through again. I got a whole different thing where with an asylum and uh, uh, a monster attacking people in their dreams and stuff. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, you just said like, like Eugene picked it up as well. So I, I was uh, doing some co op with him. Um, yeah, no cross play yet. Yeah, I'm not holding my breath. <laughs> yeah. Probably, I mean, if you're listening, you think, well, why didn't you buy it in the Steam Deck and you just got to play it in the PC? Uh, for some odd reason, it doesn't run very well on the Steam Deck. Uh, and I, I didn't want a choppy experience, so I, I picked it up on the PlayStation and it runs amazingly. So I know they were asked about it on you were saying, was it an Ask Me Anything? And they brought mm. it up, but it's never been sort of mentioned again since i'm just gonna check if there's any further news on it but yeah that was doubted. back in the summer uh, uh they didn't ask me anything on reddit and they're asked about it and they gave a very non-committal answer it's like oh yeah we're we're looking at that okay uh, this is pretty cool uh this is from two weeks ago uh remnant two devs are in the final stages of crossplay testing ah cool so we might get there we might get there cool um, so they're in the final stages of. I wonder why this was such a tricky one to do. I don't know. I guess it's a small developer, and yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. Um, I, I know you. You can uh, even like like in, it's all PC, but you know, depending on where you bought the thing, it could be different for that's a kind of crossplay. You can link your yeah. uh, Epic account. Um, I'm guessing that's that's for friends stuff. Mm. Um, luckily, me and Eugene are both playing on the uh, Xbox app. Ah, right. So oh, yeah, it's on Game Pass. That, yeah, makes that a bit easier. Yeah. Well, there you go. There, all right, so Eugene didn't buy it. I did. So that's how good <laughs> you are. There you go. You're you're still good though. You talked me into buying it. Granted, it was on sale. Uh, you know, but I still bought it. <laughs> I'm I'm glad so, you're enjoying it then. If it was me that I'm, swayed you, because <laughs> I'm fucking loving it. Like, like um, so it, it was yesterday. Eugene was chatting. He was obviously he hadn't started yet, and he was asking what class we all started with. And he's asked you. I, I bet you went with gunslinger. And I was like, huh? There was no gunslinger at the start. So of course I had to look this up. When I realized, oh, you can get gunslinger later on in the game, and I thought to myself. Wait a minute. I know how to get further in the game without doing a damn thing. So I joined someone else's game who was way ahead, didn't actually play the game, just ran to the shop in the town uh, and bought what I needed to become the gunslinger. And now I am a, a gunslinger. And I was like, yay! So yeah. I'm running around with my six shooter going all pew, pew, pew. I haven't actually done anything with any more classes yet and still using the handler with the, the dog. Um, I really probably should. That's what I probably should be doing when I'm joining like Eugene's game is level up another class. 
Um, I'm not sure how that stuff works. But yeah. As far as I can tell, you just sort of unlock traits within the class. Yeah, so you keep the you keep all your uh uh the traits you already have and your weapons are still leveled up and all, so you you can yeah. probably still survive, basically. I don't know if that is the hmm. case or not. Because I think that takes the it I think it balances the two classes that you take and then gives you a power level and shit like that, and that's how it sort of reads your strength in the game and things like that as well. So, mm. so I thought it would give you your power level depending on your trip points, but it's not to do with your trip points. It's to do with your character levels. Yeah. So you know, you, like you find trip points just throughout the game. Yeah. And you can pretty much keep doing that. Like you can keep joining people. So I was in Eugene's game, everything he was picking up, I was still getting it. So if he picked up a trip point, I got it as well. Yeah. He picking up, uh, crafting materials i was getting those the only thing you don't get is if if they pick up a, a piece of equipment that you already have you don't get the equipment but it gives you tons of scrap mm. so it's a really good way to get scrap to upgrade mm. your stuff um so yeah i was able to go yeah, in and I looked around with a guy online and that's why I was, I was able to buy a load of fucking shit so it was yeah i was able to level up but i I don't know where I got it. It's one of the boss weapons anyway. It was a laser sword type thing. Um, I say level yeah. that up um, pretty quickly just by going to my, my Eugene. Um, still, I really like the, for melee weapons, the, the spear is, is really good. You can throw it. It does big damage if you nail them in the head with it. Um, you got that from the horsey woman? Yeah, no. Uh, where Eugene got up to last night, he just met her. Uh, just got attacked by by her. Um, so he's right. after the, the spear as well, because he he saw me using the spear and he's like, I, "I need that. I need one of them. Where can I get one of them?" <laughs> mm-hmm. See, in my starting area, I found chainsaw knuckle dusters. Yeah, that sounds interesting. So I'm a happy man. <laughs> Oh, I got you. You didn't got, have, got this. I have two retains, so I was on my fists. <laughs> you got the sawed off last night as well. Which you I think the would be one. The, the sawn off shotgun. Oh, nice, nice, nice. It's very, very good. It's very chunky. Um, does big damage. Very satisfying. I don't have to time to get my hands on this. Yeah. That's in the asylum. So if you keep, uh, if you if you're doing the if you do an adventure mode of that first area which i can't remember what it's called uh just you'll you'll see the asylum straight away it should be you'll start in the yarnum looking place and you'll come up to a lock gate and mm. the asylum will be behind it that's how you know you're in the right one and if it, if it's not there you can just right. re-roll it again until you get it yeah i must do that i must that because i'm where am i now I, i'm in like this robot place and it's all very outside and sci-fi and shit like that. But I sort of, because obviously the way we were talking about it yesterday, I was like, I want to go back and try these other areas as well. So mm. especially, like I say, when I was mucking around with that game and I was in the Yarnum, but it felt like a, a mix between like an old West town and Yarnum because obviously the people had guns and stuff. And I was like, yeah, this is fucking class. And to think this is, because so my starting area was all very fantasy. I was like being attracted by, attacked by like 
Yeah, so so that is that that is the same. Uh, There's all like uh, these sort of spirit squibs and shit like that. Uh, that's the same area. It's just that. Uh, you. It sounds like you didn't make it outside of sort of the palace. Um, and then there's a whole outs. There's an outside part which is the Yarnum looking stuff. But it's all. I think it's all part of the same sort of uh, set. Now, it's mad how different. Like you go to the second world, um, and it's the sci-fi place and everything gets very sort of Geiger. Um, you're saying that mm. like the soundtrack sounds very John Carpenter-ish. Mm. It's just just very very different. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, Cracking idea, though, how they do that. Though. So, one minute you're in a fantasy world, the next thing you're a fucking sci fi. So, I think that's what makes the game so interesting is that it can change up so quickly. I can't wait to see what the other worlds are like. Uh, um, I briefly played the finals as well. I played like one, one match, um, which is that new free to play. Mm. First person competitive first person shooter. Um, from uh, is it X Dice Guys? That's uh, the developers of that. I think it is. Uh... Um, yeah, it, do- it definitely does have a very uh, battlefield feel to it. I think, except it's a a lot faster paced, and there's jump pads and zip lines mm. all over the place. Um, yeah, it's, it seems like it could be interesting. The thing is, like, it's one game mode where you're, like, so it's three teams of three, and then there's these vaults, uh, a vault will mm. spawn on the map, and everyone has to go try and get the money out of the vault, and then once you get the money, you have to take it to an extraction point and defend it, um, from the other teams, so it's got, it's got a wee bit of that, uh, um, fuck, what do you call the game again? Hunt? Showdown? <laughs> as well and uh yeah 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 except obviously a lot fucking faster and hectic and you can blow up fucking everything um but yeah it's it seems fun um won a game of it uh me and another guy or our, our third dropped out but we still managed to win um and we did it by being pricks <laughs> <laughs> and steal because you can come in like <laughs> as the extraction happened the meter fills up uh and you can come in and steal but that doesn't restart the meter so you can just like steal at the very last minute and away it goes um nice. i just uh, i just don't know like that, that was me playing one game of it um might get might get old fast with without other game modes i don't know hmm if it will have the variation, it's obviously yep. free to play. It's going to be very based on microtransactions and things oh, like yes. that. But uh, oh yeah, there's if they've got a solid foundation to work on. There could yeah. be something there. Definitely could do. Um, shouldn't then you have gadgets? Um, that, that's basically how you turn that game around. Obviously, you're you're going in first. You're getting matchmaking with uh, other new players. Um, but sort of what swung the game for me is like, I realize hey wait i have this healing beam and i started healing the other guy as well which before i was run around shooting and then once i started the like i'll get this guy healed we, we were surviving better and, and taking guys out um which mm. other people didn't seem to be doing um mm. so yeah that that worked um well the point out it is not a strategy then yeah, it, it is. It is not battle royale. You do respawn when you die. Because that's thing I was worried about. Is this going to be one of like a battle royale game where it's like you're dead and that's you for that round? Um, 
Mm. But I think there's a there's a whole. It's just a I just did quick play, but there's a whole like tournament type thing where you can get knocked out. But I don't know if if it if it makes you watch the rest of it if if that's the case. But yeah. Mm. <clears throat> Shall we chat about these game awards then? Yeah, yeah. I I caught a bit of it. <laughs> Well, you you watch the trailers that you wanted to watch, and that's that's all yeah. this is, isn't it? It's just trailers and ads. Wasn't it like wasn't it like three and a half hours long? This it year? was one fucking long. Jesus. I, and every year it's the same thing. It's like people make such a big deal about the awards part of it and all, and it's like. Man, the show itself doesn't even make a big deal about the awards. It is purely it's summer games fest, but except they sprinkle in a couple of awards. Yeah. And it's most of them are like Jeff Keeley standing there reading them out, and you don't even see the people that won them and sees so like, oh, and this person won this one, and they won this one. Uh let's get through these because we've got uh Matthew McConaughey has to come out. Oh shit. Um it's just all celebrity bullshit, and it's like it, yeah. You'd be watching, you're like, who's this for? Could you not just show the game trailers? That's all everyone cares about. Like, all this or pish is like... You're not trying to be, like, the Oscars of games. Because I don't no. think the Oscars should spend most of their time, you know, putting adverts on for games that are already out. Or, or mm-hmm. movies that are already out. They, they don't, like, oh, here's, here's a trailer of a film that came out last week. The um, devs, devs aren't too happy with it. Yeah, a bunch of, a bunch no, of them they're signed, they're really not happy. Yeah, a bunch of them signed a, like an open letter, being like, "What the fuck is this? Supposed to, you're supposed to be recognizing the, the the talent behind these games, and that's just not what this is." Uh, and it's like it, it was it was particularly egregious this year because they kept they seemed to have this rule where it's like if you were one of the lucky few to actually go up on the stage and accept an award. You got 30 seconds for your speech and yep. then they started playing music and it was so awkward. Um, it's just so fucking awkward. The, um, like, Baldur's Gate won Game of the Year and, like, a ton of other awards. Um, it won, like, six awards. Yeah. The Game of the Year was like when they were up and the boy was doing, uh, doing his uh, speech and he was thanking someone on the Larian team who had passed away during oh, the development and they started playing the play me off music in the middle of him doing that. And you're like, come on guys. Fuck. What are we doing here? <laughs> um and no joke, that they, they for the bigger awards they would have like some celebrity come out and do, oh this is uh gonna present this award. The the person presenting the award got more time than the person that won the award. Yeah. Uh, Christopher Judge was back out and he, he presented like the can't even mind which one it was and guessing it was the best the voice acting performance but yeah he got to speak for ages again <laughs> <laughs> and then pissed everyone off with a Call of Duty joke which I think was uh, well deserved to be honest the, the everybody pissed off or the joke sorry oh no the joke yeah, yeah, the joke was, I, I, I. Fuck Call of Duty. I'm like, we worked hard. Like, did you fuck? If, it's <laughs> the, the, so, what we're getting at here is Chris Judge basically made a joke that uh, his acceptance, he was making a joke 
at his own expense about the length of time he waffled last year. And he basically said, yeah, my acceptance speech last year was longer than Call of Duty 3's campaign. And apparently this didn't go down well. And the devs, the actual devs started getting all ratty and pissy on Twitter and hmm. saying that you know, Call of Duty outsold God of War and all this here. And the first, my first thought was someone needs to tell these guys that Chris Judge didn't make God of War. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the boy talking shit about God of War is like, oh, Call of Duty sells tenfold God of War. It's like, go and fucking catch yourself on. For start, it was a joke. And uh, like, I know it's not your fault. This was Activision's call, but the, that was supposed to be DLC. And then you fucking patched together a shit campaign, which is what he was referring to. I was yep. like, just recognize um, that everyone hates your campaign this year because you half-assed it. I'm, I'm sure they weren't I'm uh, sh- replying to all the bad reviews going, uh, oh, you. Yeah. Oh, like Todd Hard. <laughs> I laughed every time it showed Todd Hard in the audience, too. That was very funny. There's a, <laughs> oh, my God. One of the trailers shown was, uh, was a Starfield trailer. It being, and it kept showing up these, like, quotes of, oh, it's a great game. No, it's, a, it's really good. And then it was like, oh, but there's a good. I like to congratulate everyone who won awards. Like, oh, fuck off. Then she was taught hard way by fucking face like a slapped arse. <laughs> Unbelievable. Right, well, the, uh, other than this fucking uh, super cynical fucking three and a half hours of marketing that we got, um, there there was announcements, I guess, we should talk about. Um, I haven't got a ring down here because there was just too much to put down. Yeah, there, what, there was. What I thought was noteworthy. Um. So first, what do you know about this casting of the casting of Frank Stone? Uh, I know that this is being made by the fucking arseholes that make those <laughs> cutscene games. Super um, massive. Uh, thank you. Forgot their forgot their their name. Uh, uh, this game could go fuck off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not not looking to see what that uh, that fucking deep Dead by Daylight uh, lore. This is basically going to be an ad for an upcoming killer in the game, and they're trying to give him a big backstory. That's what this is. You're 100% spot on. Now. That's 100% what this is. I just put that thing because I wanted to hear you say all that stuff that you just said. I was about to say, you know, I put this stuff down, it's noteworthy, and I was like, how the fuck's this noteworthy? I just wanted to send you on a wee mini rant. Fucker, you got me. Uh... Uh, so, so one that, that you might be interested in, then, uh, there was a Sega trailer. Most of it was um, uh, st- fucking stupid actors being pretending to be yep. real people. Um, but then they, they showed some games that are going to be coming out over the next few years. Um, and it's all <laughs> classic Sega franchises. So we have uh, Jet Set Radio. That's um, pretty cool, they see. Which looks like a Jet Set Radio game. Um, people have been looking for that for a good long while, uh-huh. I think. Yep. Um, Streets of Rage, which I do not understand how you're not making just Streets of Rage 5. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. There was a wee quick snippet of gameplay in that, and I was like, oh no, what are you doing? What are you doing, I, Sega? Don't fuck this up. I have analyzed the footage. Oh shit, right? I've gone through this with a fine tooth comb. 
Uh, yeah, it's um, we see like two shots on this. As uh, it's a three D axle uh, about to do his. Uh, it looks like it's bare knuckle. He's got flames. He might be doing an uppercut, and then a, a sort of oh no, it's his big spinny kick thing. All right. Um, and then there's a, a shot of him like a, a bit more zoomed out where it looks like actual gameplay, and it looks like. It looks like it's from the like a, a Power Stony type point of view, mm. um, and it's him ground and pounding uh, a Garcia, um, and I think that's skate in the background, and there's boxes everywhere. I just don't, I don't know how. You, I mean, they, they absolutely smashed it with Streets of Rage Four, and I just thought keep that formula. You've you've nailed the the old classic formula. Yeah, it's like give the fans of the series what they want and then go on to do something that is could be <laughs> anything, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um And then we got a very hand drawn looking shinobi. Yeah, that looked fucking incredible. Just side scrolling. Uh that does look very nice. Um Looks like uh, your classic shinobi gameplay going on here. I'm 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 on board for that one. That looks amazing. The art style does look really good. Yep. Um, the hand drawn stuff. Um, we see, you know, the there, there's a guy that looks very much like that first boss in Revenge. Yep. The samurai dude. Mm. That looks very cool. Um, Golden Axe. Which, like the Streets of Rage, is uh, 3D. It looks more behind the back, though. By the yeah, looks of things. The, see, I don't know what, maybe if that was a cutscene thing or what, but I was thinking, I wonder are they going to try and take Golden Axe down like uh, an isometric route? No, this looks like gameplay to me. Uh, there's a part oh, where okay. running about on, uh, on the back of one of those dinosaur-looking things. Um, oh okay. Uh, we see, I don't know their names. The barbarian, underpants axe man, Butler. axe Butler, Even though he doesn't use an axe. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> the the Valkyrie woman. That's Iris Fleur, or uh, Flair. Sorry, she seems to be breathing fire or something. Um, but- uh, I know people are going to give off about she seems to be wearing trousers people will give off about that <laughs> of course they will <laughs> Jesus Christ and then everyone's favourite the dwarf dude yeah Gilius Thunderhead ah the Thunderhead that's what it was um, I mean last time they did a 3D uh, Golden Axe game it didn't go well <laughs> When was that? When did they try that? Is that like PlayStation 2? It was, wasn't it? Because they'd done, Beast they'd done the same. Yes. And then they tried like a, didn't they try like a reimagining an Alter Beast as well? And it was gobshite. Mm. I mean, this this oh, could uh, be this could be that all over again, you know? <laughs> like, there's every chance. This is not the first time Sega's done, oh, we're bringing back all your favorites. All oh, these games are pish. I know. Uh, I'm hoping. Uh, I'm hoping that they they they're fun to play at least. Mm. 
The last one they showed, and it does look fun, uh, was Crazy Taxi, and it looks like it's multiplayer. Uh, this look, this probably got the most, between this and Jet Set Radio, I think these two got the most air time. Mm. Um, a lot of taxis drifting, there's also police cars, so there could be some, like, you know, mm. you're a taxi driver and the police are chasing them. Um, yeah, lots of shots of multiple cars driving about. I could actually, you think about it, that'd be a good laugh, you know, multiple people trying to pick up the same fur. It's like a race to the fur. That can actually be, that can actually be a good idea. Yeah. Uh, and then the trailer wraps up with uh, naming these five games, and then it says, and more. Mm. What could the and more be? Altered Beast. Yes. <laughs> oh God. I know. I know how much you love Altered Beast. Call. <laughs> it's a bad game. <laughs> like Alter Beast is a really early Mega Drive game before they had figured out uh, how to, how to make good title. games on it. <laughs> but I, uh, um, I don't think other classic Sega ones. Oh, maybe well, they'll do Knights. Ugh. I bet they might do it good. Maybe they'll do a new, uh, new Virtue Fighter. Maybe. What's that one everyone's always screaming about? The Arcadia one? Oh, is it Skies of Arcadia? Skies I, of Arcadia. I, I was trying to think of, like, what's the what do you call their RPGs? They, they had um, Fantasy Star. Yes. Uh, um, and then there was another one. Shining in the Darkness. Is that, like, their answer to Final Fantasy? Yes. Um. Some, but like, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe something like that will happen. Hmm. Yeah, because maybe we'll get a new splatter house. Oh, was that a Sega? I don't know if that's a Sega property though. I only ever remember seeing it in the Mega Drive. Oh, but maybe Sega didn't actually make it. Uh, it was point. an arcade game, though. Shining Force is what I was thinking of. Shining Force, sorry, you're right. That was the other one. Yeah, you got Shining Force and Fantasy what the hell Star. Shining in the Darkness. Then? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Definitely remember an RPG on the Mega Drive called Shining in the Darkness. Or maybe that was a different name for. Bet you that's just an alternative name for Shining Force or something like that. Yeah, it could have been. Um, I wonder what they try and bring back. Do you remember Choo Choo Rocket? <laughs> oh, I. That was actually very, very fun. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's uh, that's Sega stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah, let's just hope they don't. They aren't shite. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, we are getting some sort of Jurassic Park game um, called Jurassic Park Survival. Uh, when I first saw this, I thought, what? Are they remaking Jurassic Park Survivor? That shitty yeah. PC game. <laughs> but I don't Blue think... Park. I don't think they are. Um... 
So this takes place the day after Jurassic Park. Right. Um, and it looks it looks like it's gonna be like a, an alien isolation type thing. Ooh. Um, I there wasn't I didn't see any real sort of um combat or anything, so I don't think you're gonna be mowing down dinosaurs. Um. Uh, with assault rifles, uh, so I'm thinking, yeah, this is gonna be like a run away from the Velociraptors type thing and hide, which makes sense to make something like in line with the films. That'd be very cool. Mm. Uh, that's from Saber Interactive as well. Oh, geez, I'll be canned. <laughs> I'm assuming really like that. <laughs> I'm assuming a single player. Yeah, I'm guessing so. Um, hopefully they've had enough of the uh, the old uh, uh, the live games. Uh, as we say, isometric or um, you know what I mean. <laughs> the fucking asymmetric, <laughs> asymmetrical um, horror games. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there was a trailer for uh, a new Team Ninja game called Rise of the Ronin. Uh, looks very sort of Neo type thing. Like maybe that's sort of games they'd be making. Uh, yeah, you know, Souls likes. Uh, looks like this could be a Souls like where it's like samurais and katanas and stuff. If you're into that kind of thing. So they'll be taking their own stab at Sekiro, basically. I don't know if it'll be... It seems more it's going for... Well, I wouldn't say historic, because uh, it's Team Ninja. Um, mm. So we blurb here. Uh, Japan at the end of the 19th century is characterized by the fall of the Tokugawa shogunate, a period of oppression and stagnation. Explore the vast world of late Edo period Japan by horse and glider. Uh, while battling foes using a, a range of weapons and equipment. Um, so it sounds like maybe open world? Maybe? Hmm. Could be interesting. Um, and then, then they brought out your favorite guy. Oh, aye, aye. And they gave him, what, 20 minutes? Oh, he was on this fucking stage for so long. Yeah. Hideo Kojima. Um, so he's been making a game with uh, with Xbox. So this isn't Death Stranding, nothing to do with that. Um, so he, he showed, uh, calling it a trailer is would be very generous. Um, it just seemed to be just uh, a bunch of actors' heads against a black background screaming stuff. Uh, this is going to be a horror game called OD. Um, and like reflected in the eyes, we see a door opening, uh, and I, I, I don't know, I don't know. Kojima stuff happened. <laughs> I still don't understand why Hideo Kojima is making a horror game. He doesn't like horror. They say that's uh, the people that make the best horror games because they're scaredy, scaredy boys. But at the same time, what does Kojima find scary? I don't know. Um, I don't know. This this got really ridiculous because then they brought out Jordan Peele as well, um, you know, the director of Get Out Us. Yeah. 
very, very good director, by the way. Uh, his films mm-hmm. are fantastic, but I don't want to hear him say, oh, Kojima, you're such an inspiration. And then Kojima, through a translator, being like, oh, I love you too, Jordan. Let's get married um, for like 20 minutes. Uh, Meanwhile, a guy can't thank the fucking team member <laughs> who passed away during the making of the game. <laughs> Is this called OD or o- Overdose? Yeah, no, I guess they're going with OD. Uh, I don't I know. Say, Overdose already is a horror game, is it not, in the PS2? Oh, that's a, I don't, that's not a horror game, that's like a twin, twin guns dive about the place, blow shit up game, is it not? That That's total overdose. Same thing. <laughs> no, I think there is a weird horror game called Overdose. It's set in like a school or something, and people are mutating. Yeah. This was definitely a case of um, I'm Hideo Kojima. Look at the actors I got, and look at my famous director friends. Mm. Uh, I'm Hideo Kojima, and I'll never be good enough to make a film. There was also there was also apparently references to Silent Hill in this. Um, to which I say, who cares? Because he can't make a Silent Hill game. Nope, he can't. So you can reference Silent Hill all you want. Um, Thank God, he can't make a Silent Hill game. <laughs> I mean, that might have... That, well, we'll never know. We'll never know. Did you not like uh, PT? I played through PT several times, and everyone kept saying, oh, this happens and this happens and this happens. I'm like, this is... I'm sorry, this is a corridor over and over and over and over again. I get that it's a playable teaser, and yeah, I get all that. No, but it's just like, it's not set in the best atmosphere for me. I think Resi 8 did a way better job. (laughs) I was shitting bricks in the dollhouse. Mm. I did not once even feel a wee bit of like, woo, in that corridor. Well, actually, no, no, there was the time. You remember it turns all red, and there's the eyeballs everywhere. And I was uh, waiting for yeah. something and nothing happened. I was like, God, okay, I get it. You built up the tension and then nothing happened. Although, yeah, I get, like, the whole time, I think I only got attacked by your doll once. And then I see people getting attacked left, right, and center. So I don't know if it was like a random generator I, thing. I, or... don't, I think there's weird triggers. It depends on things you look at and how long you look at them and stuff like that. Um mm-hmm. And there, there's a puzzle in there to solve, like a really fucking isometric isometric uh isoteric puzzle in there which is that's pretty in line with silent hill because the puzzles can be fucking Mm. uh fucked up in that game if you crank up the puzzle difficulty oh they can be brutal um arcane or the the leon branch of arcane is making a blade game Mm. third person blade game um, so this is the studio, I don't know if it's Leon that did Eurogamer saying the studio behind Deathloop and Dishonored 2. I don't know if that's specifically Leon studio that does that. Um, but yeah, the, like, uh, as long as it doesn't turn out like Redfall. Um, I know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it seems to be set in Paris. There's vampires in the trailer. 
uh, blades getting a shave from a barber, and then has to has to go. Blade game could be good. Yeah, I just hope it's lots of ass kicking. Yeah, and not connected to anything else to do with Marvel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, just that'd be good. Let me run around kicking vampires' asses and have Whistler say, "Catch you fuckers at a bad time," and I will be a happy man. Yeah, I wonder if Whistler will be in it. I bound to be. Uh, Hello Games showed a trailer of their new game. Um, was the Sean guy on stage? He was. Did he look nervous? Yes. Game was going to be shit. <laughs> um, right, so this whole thing is... They've done the procedurally generated space thing in No Man's Sky, which, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so this time they're, they're sticking with one planet, and it's going to be like fantasy rather than sci-fi this time. Um, and they're all like, oh, it's going to be co-op uh, from the get-go, and you, you'd build, uh, survive and explore together, uh, and it's going to have a big mountain that you can climb up that's bigger than Everest, and it's an entire planet's worth of stuff. Like, the size of Earth. Right. Um, <laughs> so, and they showed a trailer where it's just like, the big creatures and all, it's like, well, I remember you showed that No Man's Sky yeah. trailer as well, and <laughs> that, that was very fucking impressive looking. Um, yep. But uh, to my, what I, my problem with procedurally generated stuff, and I know we're like singing the praises of Remnant too, but it holds true in that as well, is you can start to see the fucking cogs in the background with that stuff a lot. Cause yeah. it's it, like, they're saying, ah, oh, it'll, it'll have a big ass mountain and you and your friends can climb up it. And I'm like, to what end? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to climb a mountain in a game just because I can. It's like, if you want to climb Everest, do, do like Darby Allen and get your ass up there. Yep. <laughs> I, 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 you think they learned their lesson? It's like, all right, we've made, we're making this planet, and you can go do whatever you want. It's like, yeah, but what, what's the point in this? Is is this just going to be another rock melter? Oh, you build up your supplies, you do this, that, and the other. It's like, I, but what, what the fuck do you actually no, do? You, you won't be able to melt the rocks this time because you won't have a laser gun to melt them. You'll have to just hit them uh, with a hammer or some shit. Oh, uh, we're um, gonna start off by punching trees. I think the, the big thing they're going for here is the scale. It's like, oh, that's bigger than Everest, and that, well, you'll have to climb it, and it'll take you days and days. And I, as they were saying this, or like talking like this was a good thing, I say, I do not want to spend days playing a game of climbing a mountain. It's like yeah. they, they make things in game, games scaled down for a reason, so you're not like spending hours and hours just climbing a mountain, because that would probably get old is there stuff on that mountain to do so i just played that jusant and and that that was like the entire game was climbing but it was all like i'll figure all this stuff out and here's puzzles we did and and things on the way up to keep your interest it's like you can't just say here's a big fucking rocky mountain get your ass up there for no part reason uh okay don't think i just has not learned his lesson 
Uh, I don't think this one will be for me. Hopefully they have learned stuff from, like, they've supported No Man's Sky really well, and they've hopefully they've learned stuff, and they've probably made a ton well, of money from it as well. Well, you say supported it really well. What you really mean is actually then delivered the game that they promised all those years ago. <laughs> yeah. I'll say nothing, because, like, the same thing happened with Cyberpunk, and I think, like, now Cyberpunk is one of the best things to come out in the last few years, so... You can do it like that. And like the No Man's Sky's biggest downfall was it got overhyped the fuck um, and couldn't deliver at the time. Um, but it, they stuck with it. They put out so much free stuff uh, and it got to be a thing that a lot of people enjoy. Uh, you can't really hold that against them, but like marketing teams are just fucking arseholes is the, the main thing to... Like, like, Sony got all behind it and they were pushing and they just fucking abandoned them. Yep. Madness. Um, Skull and Bones is coming out on the 16th of February. Right, like, is it actually? <laughs> really, though? Really, though? <laughs> really, really this time? Um, uh, still believe it when I see it? Yep, I, I'm not... I'm, I... You know, there can be last-minute delays, so there can. <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to call it now. It's going to release, and it's going to be boring and shite. How long before it shuts down? Because it is a live oh, game. For... Oh, fuck. Uh, just completely off-topic here. You talk about shutdown. You remember that shite the day before? Oh, yeah, I have that on the list. We'll get to oh, it. Yeah, so Don't you, worry. We'll get to it. Sorry, I, missed, <laughs> I, didn't see, I forgot to scroll down. You've got bits after Matthew McConaughey. There's bits there as well. Whoops. <laughs> we'll get there. Um, Motion Twin, the developer of Dead Cells, is doing another game. That's all you yes. need to know. <laughs> yes. It's a high-speed, fast-paced combat roguelike. So, yeah, it's more isometric, and now you can play with your friends. We're we're gonna be playing this. Fucking right, hey. Um, uh, definitely. Dead sales. I I was so late to the party with Dead Sales, but uh, so fucking, fucking hell, what a game! What yeah. a game, hey. Uh, remember Akumi Nakamura? Uh, uh, very hyperactive uh lady who worked on. Oh, the Ghostwire Woman. Ghostwire, yes. Ghostwire Woman, yes. So she was there. She she was on stage doing her thing. Um, which, uh, we bit pandery. We bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, th- this was basically um, her revealing her first project since leaving Tango. So she's got her own studio now called The Unseen? I think. Okay. <laughs> what are they called again? <laughs> Unseen. Uh, um, yeah, it just, it just showed a quick trailer for the uh, the. It was like a promo video for the studio. It was like, uh, here's Tokyo, and then here's people drawing stuff, and then she comes out and goes, uh, "Here's a, a video of of what we're working on." Not much to go on. Very nice art style. Uh, lots of like really like strong design in the characters they show but it's a bunch of characters jumping about the place and, and doing whatever and then uh, the, they're facing off against a bunch of what looks like yokai so it, it seems like it's going down that it's going for like 
the same sort of ghost wire. Yeah, we'll be All fighting right. Japanese ghosts, but uh, could be co-op because it's a, a shit ton of characters at once. Mm. Uh, and they all have swords and, and bats and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, not, nothing much else to go on there, but yeah. That, that's going to happen. And like the, the, the art site does look, looks really cool. It does. Just <clears throat> taking a quick look at it here. And it'll be very interesting. Uh, God of War Ragnarok's getting free DLC and it's a uh, roguelike. That seems to be the big thing to give people these days a roguelike mode. For free? Well, it's, it's nice that it's free. Yeah. They previously said um, that they, they weren't going to do DLC, but when they're putting shit out for free, you're not going to say no. No, no. And I think the what works with a roguelike is because, you know, it's one of those you start with nothing and you work your way up and then mm-hmm. you die and you have to start again, but you maybe carry some skills over. And it's, it's one of those modes that's sort of fun. To, like I said, it was it last week or the week before I was talking about the Hitman one. I'm still playing it, I Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, I'm guessing that's where they got the idea for this. Uh, how well it worked with Hitman. And, yeah, you know, that's actually a good shout. If you really like God of War's combat, then this is probably going to be good for you, but you don't have to you know, do other God of yeah. War stuff. It's just pure combat. Yeah, that, see, this would be... <clears throat> this would actually interest me. Because I'd be like, alright, I can play the game without having to go through all the fucking cutscenes, yada yada, and doing all this set. It's just I can get in and just fucking punch boys in the head. So, mm. yeah. Uh, yeah, as you mentioned, like, Matthew McConaughey came out to be all like, I'm going to be in a game. And I was like, fuck off. <laughs> what game is he going to be in? So I, it's, I, right, this is some game from a studio called Archetype Entertainment. And they're a new studio and they're owned by Wizards of the Coast, who are a bunch of bastards. That's the D&D uh, people. And right, the yep. Magic the Gallery people. Um, so it's going to be some fucking D&D or Magic the Gathering no, game? No, it's, it is a sci-fi... Right, direct quote here. Epic new sci-fi action-adventure role-playing game RPG franchise. Well, that sounds a wee bit familiar, doesn't it? Um, I will say they got a couple of ex-Bioware people on there. Uh, okay. It... It looks Mass Effect as fuck, and it also looks really. Uh, ge- I want to say generic. It looks boring. It looks really boring. Mm. It looks like it's just trying to be Mass Effect, and there was nothing in this trailer that made me go, "Oh, that looks interesting," or something I want to play. Yeah, it looks like something that's probably just gonna come, and then no one will be talking about it uh, a week after. I think, but. Uh, that's me. That's no amount of yeah. Matthew McConaughey could have got me interested in this. I think in my case, the less Matthew McConaughey in a game, the more you'll interest me. Well, he's never been in any other game, so you must love all the other games. <laughs> um Monster Hunter Wilds, uh it's a new Monster Hunter. Uh, I guess uh, fall up the Monster Hunter world since the one after world was kind of more of a backward step to more traditional Monster Hunter. But um, oh, the rise, yes, rise, yeah. So, so this is uh, more Monster Hunter uh, in a deserty looking place. Ooh. You know how that works. Yep. Um, 
And the Twisted Metal, they, they announced Twisted Metal TV show has been renewed for a second series. Yay! Uh, I'd had just to hear that. Yeah, they had uh, Anthony Mackie out. Um, what, presenting all, pre- yeah, presenting an award, and he announced it uh, before the oh. award. I think he was fucking plastered. By the way, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure he was off his face. Um, yeah, there, there you go. Uh, what, what makes you think he was off? His, was he just sort of? It's just so fucking hyper and shouting at the crowd a lot. <laughs> shouting at people in the crowd, telling them to shut up and all. <laughs> okay, I might have to look this up. Just Anthony Mackie Fucking something else. Eh? Oh, um, okay. Yeah. Uh, there was just two other things I wanted to point out. There was a day of the devs. It was more for indie stuff uh, before this. Um, hmm. What were the two things? You ever check out a uh, a game called Holston? H O L S T I N. It is a survival horror game, um, and it looks uh, it's uh, set in Poland in the nineties. Uh, it's got like a it's isometric pixely sort of thing sort of put me in mind of um, shit what's that game we were playing that was all like Silent Hill oh Tormented Souls no the, the sci-fi one oh I forgot what oh, it's called oh, oh, uh, uh, Signalis Signalis yes put me in mind of that but uh, not oh, sci-fi it always looked like that but there's an over Wait, is this over the shoulder or is this? It looks like it's isometric, and then when you go to shoot, it goes over the shoulder, which is pretty interesting. Wait, I do remember seeing some. Con- oh, I remember seeing this a while back. Yeah. There's a de- there's a demo on Steam. Fuck yes. Yeah, I remember seeing a bit of footage of this. This actually looked really cool. Then there was a game that interests me uh, called Resistor, um, which seems to be like a a, a racing RPG. Um, like it's very got a got a very anime look. It's um, deserty future type of stuff. It put me in mind of an anime I like called um, uh, Megalobox. Meg Megalobox. I guess what it's called. It's it's one about um, the the boxing, um, but with robot arms, uh, and it's like this dystopian where there's this big uh, Megalo box. Uh, it's like a big um, you know, there's a big fancy city, and then everyone else is out in the desert and all this run down oh, part. Yeah. And then if you win this tournament, you can get into the city and all. And this looks like it's going for that sort of thing, um, where it's like they're having these these races, uh, and you can become a citizen of the the fancy place. And um, there's a whole story to it, uh, and the racing looks all crazy and arcadey. Looks like it could be fun. Mm. Cool. Uh, yeah, I think that's. That's that's all the game awards crap out of the way. Yeah, so um the day before. Yeah. What the fuck? That's absolute 
madness. It got released. Was it last sometime last week? Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, released into early access. Mm-hmm. I think it might have been Thursday last I, week. I will point released. out after five years of development, it was released into early access. Yes. Five years of development, released into early access <clears throat> last Thursday, got absolutely tore to pieces in reviews because it's woeful. They mm. release a big patch for it, saying, oh, here's a whole bunch of fixes. And then 48 hours later, the uh, studio shuts down. Yep. That's it. Uh, Discord's been deleted. The The guy that runs the studio has deleted his Twitter um and the publisher yeah. has come out and uh, apologized and they are offering and they're trying to get Steam refunds opened up for everyone, regardless of how long you played. Because uh, this this is this is not a game. Oh, what's what's this? What is the idea here? What's the scam they're trying? To, it, this is clearly some fucking bullshit they're trying. So, I'm sorry. I, I, they, they shortly before release, they came out and said, "Please don't call us a scam. We're coming out soon. It's not a scam." Yeah. Um. But this is very, it, like, Kickstarter would. I don't know if it still is, but was you would find a lot of shit like this in Kickstarter, where it'd be like a lot of MMOs, and it'd be a lot of big lofty promises, and it's like, oh, you know, all this this game, like, uh, in this case, like, you know, like Daisy, but everything you ever wanted in it you know like pure dream game shit you can do everything in this game uh and we're gonna make it please give us money for it um and i'm not sure i think this may have had a kickstarter i'm not sure um they were claiming they didn't this is oh we've never taken a penny off anyone and i'm thinking how did it get made then yeah they just came uh, out of nowhere they, they owe somebody money yeah, uh, and they're they're charging. Well, they're not charging fucking anything anymore because you can't buy it anymore. It was uh, thirty five quid, thirty five pound now. Um, and a lot. It got on the bestsellers page. I think people you know, are out of morbid curiosity. <sighs> but like, you should not reward this sort of no bollocks. You shouldn't. Uh, I, I wholeheartedly agree. But do you know what made me laugh? Did you actually read the statement from the studio? It had made stitches. No. Like, was it, we miscalculated how hard it is to make video games. <laughs> like, uh, like they're just going to sit down at a computer, do a bit of typing, and that's it. A game pops up. So why'd you come out and promise all that shit? Are you watch it? Watch yeah. even the the video. That is still on Steam. It's like all this shit going on. Then, then there's people getting in. They're like, "Oh, uh, there's nothing to do here. There's like three zombies. Uh, I have yeah. been playing for two hours straight and met two people. <laughs> yep. Um, no me leave. A very basic fucking uh character creator. Uh, there's lots of videos out there. Of people saying, "Hey, look, all this stuff is." Like they spent three hundred quid in an asset store and threw it together. Um, mm-hmm. This does not look like something that someone has spent five years developing. Um, no, this just—it's just a load of fucking pish. I seen a guy. Someone put up like a, a, a like a side by side picture of the YouTube channel for them, like one day, and then like 
the next day they had like trimmed like seventy five percent of the you know development video. Oh yeah, yeah, they were trying to hide the evidence. All gone. Uh, <laughs> so people's like, oh, what about this? And it's like, oh, we never promised that. I, um, I, it's. I just don't understand what the scam is though. They've obviously taken. Well, who is the publisher? It, it's promised a shit ton of stuff. Um, release it in some fucking form. People will buy it because they're real excited for it, and then disappear. Uh, the publisher is Maytona. Who I get did... what you're saying. You know, sell it and disappear. Problem is, team refunds. Yeah, but like, you're like uh, this type of game. You probably say, "Ah, like you need to play more than two hours." Uh, so so they'll like in. yeah. Um, uh, I like what they were doing for five years. Then <laughs> I like this review. Don't dead open inside. <laughs> Fucking hell! Is that still going around? Um, yeah, the, the Steam reviews are all people years. being like, it, it, it's a scam, it's a scam, mm. uh, don't buy it. Uh, it's mostly everyone talking about it now shutting down. Ultra scam. Um, I don't know why people are putting it to recommended. Um, so view here, it's a recommended, uh, and, and all the review says is got my refund the day before the studio shut down. <laughs> um, I'm guessing they're doing that so they can be like I made a funny joke I'll get it noticed by putting a recommended uh, in the middle of all these not recommended um, yeah it's a fucked up situation that it got to the, this point uh, maybe maybe Steam should vet shit better <laughs> yeah there is that as well it's clean, it's clean metal uh, just lastly here, uh, Tekken 8 demo is here on Thursday on PlayStation for at least. Yeah, yeah. I'll be giving it a go. No online multiplayer in the demo. A bit odd, usually they do that. Just local. But it's, I suppose it's not a, it's not a network test, it's, they've done all their... Yeah, their, yeah. Their <laughs> <laughs> uh, they give you the first chapter of the story mode, uh, The Dark Awakens. As long as King's playable in the fucking verses, I'm happy. Hmm. I don't not. even need to buy the game. <laughs> <laughs> just never just play Ting. King on. Ting! <laughs> um, there's an, a preview on Eurogamer, which. Um, like, I find the, just the title of it uh, interesting. Like, Tekken 8 Channel, Street Fighter 6, and racing games. Yeah, they're, uh, they're trying the Street Fighter 6 style modern control system. Yeah, but I don't understand. Tekken's already got really simple controls. Yeah. Two buttons for your arms, two buttons for your legs, start flailing. That's how you play is Tekken. It, is it going to be, like, easy button combo shit? But they, this Tekken doesn't have difficult. 
combos. No. It, it's not yeah, like not that type of game. Uh, yeah, there's not big commands. I don't know. Maybe maybe playing king there is, but like any characters I really. play, it's just like I'm gonna mash these buttons. Yeah, <laughs> that seems to work reasonably well. Yeah, I remember in Tekken, right, Tekken Seven, they did have an easy special move thing. Remember, you could hold. So you could hold L1 or R1 and you would press any of your four buttons and you'd do a special move. So, they've kind of already done that as well. Eh, maybe. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see. I guess the, that's, that's just the new hot thing in fighting games. It's like, let's get more people playing these by making them not so fucking unapproachable. Unless unless you're fucking netherrealm, they look at you <laughs> and go, I get fucked. <laughs> like, don't play our game. No, really, uh, don't. They'll try and rob you. They're trying to rob you. Uh, Run away. Give us money. Poor old bad boons. Like, oh, <laughs> fuck you, Warner Brothers. Fuck sake. Poor, I actually feel really, really sorry for Ed Boon. I really do. I know I shouldn't feel sorry for someone who's doing so well in life, but it's like, this, this, he's, he's just like the, the wee old man who just wants to make great games and there's some big suited arseholes behind him going, no, you have to put all this stuff in so we can keep making money. <laughs> Yeah, he can uh, get get the fuck out of there. Do something new. Yeah, could he leave Mortal Kombat behind though? Why not? Did he try that before? What, what was the one he tried? What was the one he tried with all the limb damage? Was that him? What? Was there, there was a fight. Yeah, there was a fighting game on the original Xbox. It was made by Midway. I think it was. Fuck, what was it called? He made a game called The Grid in 2001. Alright. He wasn't anything to do with this. Was it something Taste the Pain? Taste the Pain? Was that not a name of one of the WWE games? Um, yeah, The Grid was a third-person shooter. Um, It's on stuff. You, was that your man Tobias? Maybe did whatever you're thinking of. Ah, uh, you could be right. I, Tailfan, Fist of the Lotus. Ah, uh, yeah, I think that was Tobias did that one. Uh, John, yep, uh, uh, John Tobias. I think you're right. Ah, uh, because it was yes, like from the it, creator of Mortal Kombat. Yep, it, was on it the w- box. It it was uh, Tao Feng, uh, Fist of the Lotus, published by Microsoft Game Studios. So the first game created by Studio Gigante. And then they made WrestleMania 21, and then they closed out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear. It was it was wild push from the creator from- of Mortal Kombat, but not the right one. <laughs> 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 but not the good one. Um, the other one. But uh, uh, very, very quickly though, um, I was reading that it is now official. Free Radical has shut the doors. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I did have that. Down there. Sad there. I forgot. Um, uh, I don't know if that's official. It's just the 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 people that work there are saying that. Which, uh, yeah, that kind of. Well, <laughs> I'll I'll Duke posted a tweet and he's all I've I've handed the keys back to the office. This feels so surreal. We didn't even get to show you what we had done. And it's like oh, they were even working on stuff too. That's what makes mm. it worse. Uh, it's fucked up. That's embracer. Load of fucking bollocks. There's no ring and you've uh, Disney 
gaming exec thinks there's still a lot of demand for KOTOR remake. He's like, yeah, no shit. But you gave it to a shit fucking developer. <laughs> what are you? fucking aspire who the who the fuck mm. um it's, yeah if you want to like if you got this old revered game and you want to like people to be excited and get something new spend the fucking money and get a fucking developer worthy of doing it justice instead of giving it to the lowest fucking bidder who then I goes know. on to be like, oh, we don't know what we're doing. Oh, do what? Jesus, what's happening? <laughs> That's literally what was just going on in the office. Yeah. Did anyone ever play the original? No, we're all 15. We never heard of it. What's oh, this? It's like Fortnite. <laughs> Can we put skins in it? What's the battle pass going to have? Oh, Jesus. Um, Who was he playing FIFA? <laughs> Can we put Wayne Rooney on? Fucking hell. Wait, does he even have, does he even play football anymore? That's like <laughs> That's a really old reference, I'm sorry. Fuck me. <laughs> old man stew. Uh, <laughs> I, I doubt there's any fifteen year olds know who the fuck Wayne Rooney is. I mean he was kind of a big deal, wasn't he? Uh like, yeah, maybe that was a wee bit of a, a, a hyperbole there. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, wrestling. Yeah, there was some very good wrestling this week. Mm. I didn't watch Rampage again, though. <laughs> Keep doing that. Uh, Probably should have because there was a, a Continental Classic match on there. Oh, that's right. It was Garcia and Danielson. Brilliant. Hmm. Unfortunately, Garcia not any further forward though. Hmm. Is zero points. What? Who's yeah. he got left? Brody <laughs> King. Oh, fuck! He's not winning that. <laughs> no. And um, Eddie. Yeah, he's gonna finish with zero points, and I'm gonna be like, "Why? I, why have we done this?" Yeah. Why are we taking this? Like, why are you taking the fucking pro wrestling girl world champion and jobbing him out? Oh, well. Um. <clears throat> talk about Dynamite first. The Continental Classic Gold League matches on here. We have Moxie and Roosh. He's taking um, the shit out of each other. In a... I, it's good to slap him. You, you always know what matches are good, like uh, certain matches where it's like I know what I'm gonna get out of this. I know what this is gonna be, and this is one of them. And it just just yep. just delivered what you were expecting. Um, they, they just kicked the fucking shit out of each other, and I got I could watch Roosh Roosh wrestle all day. He's fucking fantastic. Okay? Yeah, he is a um. Yeah, very, very, very impressed with, with Roosh uh, Geese. Top down. Oh, but he's, he's going to be such a fucking hard man to work with and all this here. You're like, hey, 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 not my problem. <laughs> 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 I, I'm not working with him. I'm just watching his work. <laughs> but apparently he's absolutely fucking fine, Baxter. I don't know where all this shit came from. It's like, oh, this guy's a dick backstage. It's like, hmm, 
as long as it doesn't leak out under the rest, then it's not my problem. See, that's the difference of punk. Punk, it all came out uh, and ruined everything else. But if as long as it doesn't, you know, manifest in front of me, uh, whatever. But everyone was, oh, he doesn't like to lose and all this. <coughs> like, but he, he's a wrestler. He knows it's a show. Yeah. He doesn't think he's out there fighting actual people. I mean, yeah, I know. But we know uh, there are wrestlers out there. It's like, oh, I can't lose. Mm-hmm. I can't lose. Oh, we know. Oh, we but, but, know. It's, but it's like, it's fucking John Moxley. You're fucking losing. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> it's, not, it's not like they had fucking Mark steamroll him either. Mark's fucking just got through this. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. love that thing uh, he does. You know where he pretends to do the bull's horns? He yeah, just he kicks just you in the fucking chin. Just boot in the face. Uh, a very good match. Yeah. So that's Mark's on nine points. Uh, so, perfect run. So far, yep. four. Um, what to be after that? There, there was a whole thing with uh, the Joe. Um, oh yeah, Roderick Strong, the Kingdom. Um, no, well, it was Joe wasn't there. Uh, Roddy stood up on his wheelchair. That's yes. pretty much what happened there. <laughs> And the crowd went mad for him. <laughs> um, it's held him back for too long. I, I didn't really, like, why was this out in front of everybody? Nothing really I, happened. I, I think people, I think it's like I just throw him out in front of the crowd so they can go was mad it, for him. Was it so he could push the wheelchair off the ramp with nobody in it? Oh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. It, it, it was a bit sort of like, Where's this go? I mean, I thought that the neck brace was coming off as well, but no, not not quite there yet. Uh, Rene then sprints backstage to MJF's room. Um, yes, but then Hangman comes in. Mm. He, he's all like, "We're not not done with Swerve," and then MJF comes out, and they're all like, "I'll fight you." <laughs> you're the devil. No, you're the devil. No, you're the devil. Right, <laughs> Punk Wills. He will fight. <clears throat> um that'll be good yeah definitely have a good good match between them two uh swerve uh mark briscoe in gold league match uh so the 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 gold league starting to take shape you, you sort of see how this mm. is going to come down now um it's a an, another good match in this uh in the in the tournament um Briscoe's had some really, really well. All his matches have been really entertaining. Yeah. Um, and Swerve's just fucking. Swerve's the guy in this tournament. Um, he wins and he gets the nine points. Uh, Mark Briscoe still on zero, so he's out essentially. Still has two he matches to go. Yep. yep. And most he can score is six. And the two top guys have nine. So this has come down to Swerve versus Mox. Whoever wins their match. That's well, I guess, gonna be a damn good match. I guess they could draw. And then Oh yeah, I don't know. maybe. But then if two people have 
10 points at the end, say. Mm-hmm. Who goes through? Or do they have to have a match again? They, they've Everyone has two matches left, I think. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, like, say this league finishes and there are two people in a group that somehow have the same amount of points. Mm. What happens? Don't know. Okay. They haven't said, have they? No. Hmm. I wonder what way that will go. I guess uh, they have some weird sudden death thing, or, mm. or just one more match I I to decide it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, if an hour Mariah May uh, backstage interview promo, um talking about stardom stuff more mm. um renee asked about her entering debut she does not answer no she doesn't she's turned she's 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 up the shit with tony storm obviously oh i um and then we get down to the the weird my mj effort and smojo versus the devil's henchman Yep. And we get Samoa Joe coming out. And that's it. That's all. <laughs> yep. Because yeah, the uh, lights start flashing and, and then we see a big VT, or not even a VT, we see MJ off on the screen. He's had a, a glass bottle smashed over his head. Allegedly. Joe goes, run him back. Yep. Um... That MJF could have hit himself. That's what Taz said. <laughs> he would say that. <laughs> uh, we got a wee face to face with John Moxley and Swerve, which was which was good. Um, uh, and then we did uh, a thing that just went over my head: Turner Classic Movie. Some guy talking oh, about Tony yeah, Storm. Yeah, yeah, yes. He he done the introduction for her coming to the ring. So yeah, yeah he was the, yeah. he's the Turner Classic Movie guy. He's obviously treating her like she's like the like a Marlon Monroe or something. So yeah, it was just sort of giving her a big entrance. Uh, and then her match with uh, Sky Blue for the, the the title, um, which was pretty good. Yeah, it actually was. Like. This whole change to Sky Blue is somehow gone a long way to making her better. Um, I think she's just sort of going for it a bit more. She's not sort of doing the whole, you know, holding back, sort of hoping everything's okay. She's just like, well, fuck it. I'm healing now, so I'm just going to go for it. Yeah. Everything has to look a wee bit nasty. Uh, obviously, Tony Storm winning. We're not putting belts on her. Um, but then right after, we get uh, Rio is back. That's right, yes. Took me a second to remember the music. I was all, I know that. Who the fuck is that again? And then obviously <laughs> seeing the wee tiny person, I was all, oh, there she is. Uh, she kicked Storm out of the ring. Um, she'll have a match with Storm and then disappear again. Yeah, it seems to be her thing. Show up, match gone. Um, the other continental class, or uh, yeah, the third 
um, gold league match, uh, which <laughs> is another one of them was like, ah, this is a given. Yeah. Uh, Jay White versus Jay Lethal. Jay they White did a good wee job of building this up, though. Yeah, they showed the history, the the Ring of Honor. Um, yeah, sort of history there. Uh, some old footage. Cool. Um, yeah, they do. They they use the Ring of Honor footage well when when they have something to show. Mm. Um, they should do that more for matches. Big time. Um, like just to to build them up because like AEW does have an awful lot of cold matches, and you could like just do wee video packages to. You know, give him a bit of context, um, like this. Um, so yeah, so we've got Jay Lethal and Mark Briscoe, um, are both out. Uh, I'm trying to think, can either of them ruin it for Swerve or Moxley? Oh no, Jay White's beat them both now, hasn't he? Uh. Well, I suppose like what sort the like wanna Moxie and Swerve, one of them two have to lose. Um yep. I wish I, I wish I knew you know, um which matches they have left. But yeah, Jay White's not mathematically out of out of it yet. No, no, no. Because uh, he he's on six points, but um the other both of the other two have to lose and he is if he wins his last two matches he would win mm. um but but it, well he will tie with one of those because uh, unless unless they them two draw if them two draw their match against each other then lose both lose their other match and jay white wins both his match that's how he goes through and wins then yeah jay, jay lethal can't win um roosh can Roosh? He's on three points. Uh, no, no, he can't. Uh, he's he's essentially eliminated as well. Yeah. So this is down to this is basically between Jay White, Marks, and Swerve now. Yeah, yeah. Um. Then the the main event of uh, of Dynamite uh, was Christian Cage defending the TNT title against uh, Adam Copeland Edge. That heathen Adam Copeland. Eyes, rat bastard. Um, <laughs> now I didn't know. Like I, I haven't been that fucking impressed with Adam Copeland, but I thought this was really good. I yeah, really enjoyed this. They, I think what obviously helps these two know each other mm. like the back of their hands, and they obviously thought to themselves, "Right, let's do some shit." That you know we we've never done before. I loved the double spear attempt at each other. Yes, yeah, yeah. That was I, fucking amazing. I don't think I've ever seen that before. Both go for the spear at the same time, and that could have went yeah. horribly wrong. Could, yeah, again, you, you got to trust the guy you're doing it with. And I was like, was that the most matches Adam Copeland absolutely? Well, uh, the early match, Adam Copeland just coming and beating the shit out of Christian, and Christian playing dirty and. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then it's what happens after the uh, double spear attempt. Yep. That um, Shane Owen. I, I, I uh, I had to pause it. I was laughing that hard though at one point. 
You're talking about the, the referee bit here. Oh, which? So, so the referee, so Edge is going for another spear. And Christian sort of yeah, pulls the ref to the side and he's sort of trying to fix himself. He's obviously got his back to both guys and Christian Pure just dick kicks the ref. Oh, I... Which I've never seen happen in my life. Because you would think that would get you disqualified. I know the referee technically, I know he didn't see it, but Jesus Christ, who else was it? Who else would it have been? I have seen you. I was uh, hanging myself laughing. I had to pause. Poor old Bryce rips. Bryce gets a tighty. He's always the guy taking the bumper, getting hit. He's on. Yep. Um, yeah, we get uh, Sh- Shayna Wayne coming out then. Uh, she has a TNT title, uh, and then she's looking. Oh, that's to- her actual name. <laughs> yeah. What? That's called Nick Wayne's Ma. <laughs> oh, hi. <laughs> Nick Wayne's Ma comes out, uh, picks up a title, looking between both of them, and that like I, I knew she was gonna hit- yep. age with it, like. Um, and there's people like, ah, oh, it doesn't make sense. It's like, did you see what Edge did to her son? Exactly. It exactly. makes perfect fucking sense. 100%. This fucking guy basically tried to murder her son. While Christian has been nothing but supportive to her son. Exactly. He has been like a second father. Like, we're all joking, like Christian being like, oh, he's having everybody's down. But he has actually been supportive to Nick Wayne. Uh, whereas Edge tried to fucking kill him. Yep. Yep. It's like, that makes sense that a, a mother would react that way. Yeah. <laughs> to me, because I was all, if she clocks Christian, she'll never get to see a wee Nick again. Or if she clocks fucking heads, Christian will be like, oh, you're all right. We'll see your son. Yeah, she was you just know? like, fuck his age, guys. He, he tried to kill my son. I'm taking his fucking head off. Yep. Plus, let's, let's be honest. We all know what she's really after as well. She's after a bit of Christian. Old Kristen's gonna slide into the MDMs, oh, whatever right. that means. I just know it means something <laughs> crazy. It means something dirty. Slide into the <laughs> it's DMs. Gre- it's greasy, but <laughs> but uh, oh, I, I actually I, I thought it was a very cool way to finish because obviously Luchasaurus and Nick Wayne are both out because of this. So fucking mm. Nick Wayne's ma took it upon herself to get revenge for her son. Yeah. I don't know how anyone would turn around and say, oh, that doesn't make sense. It's like, are you stupid? I, like, actually? Especially if someone who has a kid was to say that. I was like, hang on. If someone did that to your kid, I'm surprised you'd even wait a week to get back at them. Yeah, they, 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 nah. That's, it makes perfect sense in the context of what's going on and, and all that stuff with Christian has been really good. God. Oh, Christian is on fucking real high. Um, but the match itself, as you say, brilliant. Two guys just know each other so well, so it was a very, very good match. So, collision is the blue, the blue league. Well, I suppose it was like, well, we already said it, but right. So, gold league sits at right zero points. Jay Lethal, uh, Mark Briscoe, three points with uh, Roosh. Uh, Switchblade six points, and then Jaw Moxie and Swerve of nine. So we got a we got a fair 
fair idea of where where that's leading to. Uh, so Blue League, uh, Danielson uh, beat Garcia, so that puts him on six points. Um, now yep. going into collision, um, we have a few more matches. We start out with the Eddie Kingston uh, against Claudio in a, a rematch of their uh, um, Ring of Honor World Title match, where Eddie beat this Claudio. So fucking good this match. <laughs> this was excellent. It was definitely one of the best matches in the tournament so far. I would say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, which do, do you think it was? Better or not as good as the title match they had at Grand Slam? Well, they had more time at Grand Slam. They so, did. Yeah. But this one, and I think... There was uh, a bigger story. I think that, that story continues on, though. And in this one as right. well, you've got, like, Eddie, he's down two matches. He's zero points. He's put his titles up in this, this, uh, this mm. tournament, and it's not going well for him um so yeah there there was that hanging over his head the entire time that was really well done because here yeah, claudio's just beating the shit out of him the entire time as well it was, uh, and eddie just can't seem to get out of the gates uh, looks really desperate until the very very last minute and they they this is the closest we got to a draw yeah, um, and we got yeah. down to under three minutes. Um, uh, but we get the the roll up from Eddie, um, and he he scores the three. I had someone <laughs> is a, a bit off topic. Not really. It's still about AW. I had someone pointed out to me recently, and now I can't stop seeing it. Um, okay. Oh, why not AEW matches finish with a roll up? Oh, that's been a that's been an ongoing joke for since the fucking start of AEW. <laughs> yeah, I've no, I I never heard that before, and I was like, ah, right enough, they do. I mean, it's better than I, uh, them all finishing with countouts, double countouts, and disqualifications. I suppose and take roll ups all day long. I like the idea <laughs> of a roll up though, because it's it's a basic wrestling move though. It's like, oh, you have to do your finisher to win, you know? Yeah. It's a good way to finish, uh, to have a winner in a match, but not, I guess, uh, keep the other guy strong sort of thing. Yeah. You know, you're not lying fucking sparked out. So, yeah. um, I guess. Also means a finish can come out of nowhere. Exactly. But they do, uh, do it a lot. Um, well, when it happens, you you don't go, ah, oh, roll up, that's it over. You go, ah, oh, roll up. You don't know if it <laughs> is the finish or not. I think that's why I like it. Mm. Uh, we have Hook backstage, um, and we find out why he never speaks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, Wheeler Yuta comes in and challenges him to a FTW rules match for the and he, is it he for said the title? something I don't know what he said something about fucking cheating or something I don't know uh, I think he was like yeah, you kicked Shibata in the balls I don't know if oh, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm paraphrasing because I didn't understand what he said either 
He's like, I need to say a line. Let's get this out as fucking fast as possible. The only reason I say he said something about him cheating is because you to them replied, I beat him. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, uh, like, Yuda's really good. Yes, <laughs> when you give him, like, I, I beat Yuda being sort of shit heel is the best thing that's done for him because anyone that tries to slabber him, it just comes back with like we smarmy answer like ah fuck yeah I won mm. I don't care. Yeah, I like Yuda. Uh, Willow Nightingale versus Mercedes Martinez and Diamante's there as well. Uh, this is basically Willow getting teamed up on the entire time. Diamante keeps getting involved. She can't, she can't win. Um, and sort of they're getting at the whole, uh, Statland are going to come, come save. Um, probably would have made more sense if Statland come out before the finish. But Nightingale still wins. Guess how she wins? <laughs> be nice to be roll up. <laughs> Small package gets the win. Um, yeah, then they, they start beating up Nightingale and uh, Statlander comes out with a chain. Mm. So I wonder, are they going to have some sort of street fight? Oh, that'd Maybe? be pretty cool. Hmm. Get some bit of blood going. Mm. Um, Jake Hager uh, is upset at Danhausen. Is that is that gonna lead to a match? I hope so. I hope Danhausen <laughs> wins a match over I the hat. Jay, I was commentating. <laughs> hat on a pole match. Oh, Jr. <laughs> commentating. That would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> he, MJR have to call Jake Hager selling a curse. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, do it. Call, make the call. <laughs> Say by God. <laughs> I cursed him. <laughs> uh, yep. Hat on a pole match. That'd be helpful. Um. Thing is. Hager's actually very funny. Yeah, yeah. He says himself, he, he loves mocking her. This idea that, you know, wrestling's all very serious. I can't remember the interview, but he's all, he loves doing stupid shit in the ring that makes people laugh because he says, oh, he always says, laughing's the best reaction you can get because you're there to put on a show mm. and people will remember it mm. after the show's over. And he's pure shite and not memorable when he's being serious, so. Well, that, that's <laughs> the thing. Uh, uh, he, got the, he got over the most when he was talking about his hat. Um, Matt Menard and Angela Parker are talking about uh, them being in their hometown. They're going to get to wrestle in, in, in their hometown yeah. and all, and we'll see how that goes later. Um, the <laughs> This one then sort of goes off the rails because Soraya comes in, Ruby, the Ruby Soho's there doing the whole uh. thing with Angela Parker, whatever they're at, and then Soraya's shouting, Anna Jay's there for reasons. Oh, I think she's well, I the cast. still exists. When did that happen? Or was she? Because it, she's technically still with Matt Menard, Angel Parker, and Jake Hager. Is she not? She teamed with them, and I think it was on a rampage a week or two ago. Right. And right. Soraya done a promo, just putting her the fuck over for like three minutes straight. Okay. Okay. I missed that. That's that's all me. Um. 
I'm not going to be one of those guys that doesn't watch a show and then complains I didn't know about a thing because I didn't watch the show. <laughs> <laughs> if you need caught up, you let me know. I still watch Rampage. Oh, dude, they should recap it. They should recap everything on every show. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Or, or just watch, watch the show. Watch the fucking show. It's an hour. Jesus Christ. Um, Wardlow beat up Willie Mack. I know. Also, Wardlow was supposed to be a heel, but everyone's like, Wardlow, because I don't think this. That crowd didn't really care about Willie Mac. No, no, yeah. that's the problem. Um, what else we get? He promo House of Black telling FTR, nope. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Basically, in the sense, like, ah, no one likes you here. <laughs> ah. We're um, your only friends and we hit your guts. <laughs> and then Big Bill and Ricky Starks. Uh, we get a replay of Big Bill attacking Chris Jericho. Well, both of them attack Chris Jericho. Uh, and then up next, Kenny Omega against Ethan Page. I wonder why they showed us that replay. Ah. Hmm. Uh, this match was really good. This was. I can't believe the fucking shape Ethan Page is in as well. He looks fucking amazing. Mm. Clearly been working very hard. We see Tony Nese yep. for reasons, uh, I guess. Yeah, they're having a they're having a rivalry in Ring of Honor. I think mm. they have a last man standing match coming up. I quit match. Oh, at, final, quit, sorry. At, at final battle. That must um, be a hell of a that must be a pretty better rivalry. And Tony Nese, I just think of as like the guy that gets everyone to try and try, or tries to get everyone to do exercises. Yes. It's like, he obviously I'm, doesn't need to do that with Ethan Page. <laughs> so like, it's the crowd. He's like, I'm out watching wrestling. I'm not going to start doing fucking squats. Sit down. <laughs> I probably would, um, actually. I probably would. <laughs> I just to try to do more than everybody else. If, to- if Tony Nice <laughs> had been, if Tony Nice had been at Wembley and started telling us to do squats, I probably would have been doing squats. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, just to just to be part of the. the whole yeah, 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 of course, of course. Um, like you said, this match was very, very good. Uh, I love the fact though that um, it was Shivani and Kevin Kelly were trying to make out. You know, this was a, a match between two of Canada's greatest wrestlers and. Uh, McGinnis took offense to this. He's all, how can you say the two greatest, or how can you say the greatest wrestlers in Canada without mentioning the great Christian Cage? It's Kenny Omega. You don't start, no one else stands a chance. I know. (laughs) Um, yes, I know Brad Hart's Canadian. (laughs) 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 Can't say that. No, um, that's very good. Though. Good to see Ethan Page getting on about a TV as well. And they like say just Kenny just loves working with yeah. his mates, I guess, because I know Ethan and Kenny go back a long time as well. So it's not only getting on TV, you're getting on TV against fucking Kenny by God Omega. Yep. Um, that's <laughs> everyone who is ever in the ring with him, you know, comes out better off, yep. uh, win or lose. Um, Kenny wins. No one kicks out of the one winged angel. No, no. No roll up. No roll up. One winged. No Kenny's one of the few that doesn't do roll up. 
Um, and then it looks like Kenny Omega is going to give Paige the ring because he's is Paige in his hometown? Is he from where are we? He's Montreal. Uh, Montreal. He's not too far from it. Right. And Kenny's fucking Winnipeg. Winnipeg. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know Canada. Um. Yeah. So uh, Kenny gets attacked by a big bull. Hmm. What an arsehole. Sits beside him and goes, you all right? Otherwise, <laughs> <laughs> <I> sore. <laughs> um, Miro is all the CJ Perry about not touching her client, but once the tournament's over, he's going to touch, he's going to touch her client a lot. Yep. <laughs> oh, dear. It was nice knowing you, Andrade. Yeah. Um, we video package Julie Hart and Abaddon. Uh, not much to work with there, but I like this. Oh, yeah, they've been doing a wee rivalry on Rampage. Right. Uh, so they're hell. they're they're building a, a. So Abaddon's been winning matches on Rampage, but every time she wins, Julie keeps turning up and sort of like, "Hello," and Abaddon goes to attack, and then the lights go out, and Julie is gone. And Abaddon's like screaming, you know, where are you? Where... Aye, it's class. But uh, yeah, the wee package is really good. Yeah. Like Abaddon it... was actually talking in it. Yes, it's good to see Abaddon getting to do more than just be a zombie. Because um, mm. she is actually very good. Because I liked what Julia was saying as well. She's like, I can see behind everybody's mask. But I mm. can't work out Abaddon. And I thought, okay, you're just making Abaddon like a, a fucking thing that you can't figure out. This is pretty cool. She's like she's special. Yeah, I like that that stuff. It's it's good spooky shit. Mm. I think. Uh, Commander and El Pent Pelt Penta Penta El Zero Medo Medo. Yep. Um, taking on the hometown boys, Angelo Parker and Matt Menard. Um, they they got some pop when they that, came out. That time. was a big pop. Um. They're they're over in Montreal. They are. <laughs> um, they've got all their family at ringside and all. Uh, everyone's right. rooting for them, going crazy. It's big big moment for them be on this big show. Um, so on. Uh, be in the dark order. Well, like like Uno was at a dark match. He's like saying how much it means to him as well. So obviously, this arena for the Montreal mm-hmm. natives is a big deal. Uh, and then they lose. Yeah, <laughs> I was a bit sort of like, oh, what the fuck? Because normally, normally AEW give the hometown boys the win. Yeah, normally. I, I was thinking, I was like, this is Penta and Command. Because my thinking was, it's Penta and Commander, so maybe Commander's gonna take the pin. No, it, 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 I t- yeah, I tell you what, if it was Commander and like say fucking Gravity or something, you'd say, I they're winning this, but like. Penta in there, it's like, there's no way they're getting a fucking victory over Penta, even if it's not him that takes the pin. There is no way in fucking hell that's happening. So I was like, this is weird. Um, but, uh, yeah. I think, it's, I think that's the first time I've ever seen the hometown hero take a loss. Especially in a cold mm. match. Like it's different. It's different. Like yeah. if you're in in Ohio with Mox, but there's a big storyline and you're building something, and Mox takes a loss. You know, it's like what the fuck. But 
This was a cold match. No need for them to lose. No <laughs> need for them to win I, as well. I, I, I actually don't get it. Did a wild pile of Jericho moves as well. <laughs> I guess that's a thing now. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. They were doing that. I do like their wee double team that they do where he jumps off his back and does the elbow drop. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. And he was wrestling in spats, so he's a cool dude. <laughs> cool hand. Doesn't seem safe, but okay. <laughs> Uh, Blue League match, uh, Andrade versus Danielson. Um, Danielson pulling back to back matches here. Um, fuck me, this one was a bit cringy to watch because Danielson is dodgy eye. It was a bit touch and go, <laughs> bleeding and everything. The fucking eye patch came off. Um, uh, I guess they know what they're doing. Yeah, true. Uh, um, I'd like to hope yeah, so. Anyway. It got it got very very physical. Yeah, um, uh, like Andrade doesn't shy away from going after the AI here. Um, yeah, does target it. I mean, it makes sense. It, like, yeah, guys in there with a, a a very obvious injury, you're gonna surprise Andrade's the first one to take advantage of it. Mm. Um. He mightn't but, be the last, though. He might not be. Because he has fucking Brody King. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, and surprisingly, uh, Andrade takes a win here. See, I have to admit, when I seen the mask, when I seen the eye patch and all coming off, I was like, ah, they're, they're making Andrade out to be very vicious here. He's, he's not pulling his punches. So I had this weird feeling that Andrade was going to take it. Uh, this one went very close this one to the, the viciousness. Yeah, very close to the wire. This one as well. Mm. Um. So yeah, and Andrade wins this one. Um, Blackpool Combat Club come out and they're all like, "Hey, hey, 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 hey!" Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I guess Andrade and Claudio still have to have a match, don't they? Yes, they, they do. They haven't faced off yet, so yeah, they were. Bit of shoving there. Um, yeah, so that's Andrade on six points. Um, Danielson's on six points. Eddie's on three. Big Brody, nine. And then... Uh, he's... he's Garcia might be. Maybe that's the big win Garcia gets. It's like the guy yeah, running maybe. away with a tournament and, and Garcia does that. And the, I don't know if Brody... Do, do you reckon Brody's going through the final? I don't, don't know. Well, if he's on nine, like... He's on is nine. He definitely on nine? He's, I'm pretty sure he's on nine. I think he's on... Has he not only had the two matches so far? Um, He's beat Daniels... He's beat... Sorry, he's beat Eddie and he's beat Claudio. Maybe right. Maybe I'm just talking I think, shit. I think he still has to wrestle uh, Garcia. He still has to wrestle uh, Danielson, and he still has to wrestle Andrade. But let's see. Like he's beat. He's beat fucking Claudio and Eddie. Like so. Um, oh yeah, yeah. He, he's he's on six. Sorry. I think he's still. The, is he the top of the table still? Um. Well, he's tied with Danielson. Elilo, they've got him at the top, but um, oh, but uh, like that's the thing is, Brody's only Brody's wrestled two, two 
Uh, Andrade's only wrestled two as well. Uh, Danielson's right. wrestled three. Yep. Um, I mean, Kingston could still take it. Good. That'd be that'd be good though. Like him coming from behind and getting into the final against either Swerve or Moxley. Hmm. I don't see John Moxley being a Ring of Honor champion. I don't know about that. No. He would, though, at the same time. He, he, yeah, he'd happily do it. Jesus, he doesn't give a fuck what channel he's on as long as he's wrestling. Well, uh, Ring of Honor, you're on no channel. That's true. <laughs> you're on the internet. You're on the internet. Um, It's... it's the Blue League's still very, very interesting. There's no way to call which way that's going. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's good. Um, that's what you want. Can't really tell what's mm-hmm. going to happen. Um, a gold League could still go multiple ways, so yep. um, mostly you should go down to the wire. You don't want someone just immediately running away with it. Um, mm. So, uh, Any final f- things... Wrestling, um, the um, the Witchmer columns are on this week's. Is it is it on Dynamite? The Von Erics. Oh yeah, that's right. They're on Dynamite this week. I guess that's for that uh, that film coming out. Of their movie coming out. Yeah, that's oh, who's in that. Who's playing them? Uh we sh- we should talk. About the second Montreal screw job that happened as well. Disgraceful. All oh, right. Yeah, that um, <laughs> that was very funny on uh, being the the dark order. I fucking couldn't stop laughing. Have you ever seen Wrestling with Shadows? No, but it, because I watched that, it popped up on my thing. So I'm guessing that's what I was trying to get at yesterday. Is that what they're reenacting there? Yes, that is what they're reenacting. All the way they do the, hey, shut that door twice. <laughs> <laughs> it's the fact they just reused the same shot. Aye. It's the exact same thing, cut in twice. Aye. Um, yeah, being the, the, be the Dark Order is like, I wasn't sure the that most recent episode fucking laugh out loud funny um i right. would definitely recommend uh go and watch it um yeah i guess that will do us in hmm. and we will call that a podcast and st- stop talking bye someday we'll stop talking bye never